This episode of Go Be Wyoming is brought to you by Fly Sheridan. Save time, fly local, fly Sheridan. All right. Um, I'm sitting down with uh, Robin Belinsky, candidate for the Wyoming at Large congressional seat. Uh, Robin is from Sheridan. So, Robin, thanks for coming by the studio today. Thanks, Aaron, for having me. Yeah. So, uh, you know, in Go BYO fashion, you know, um, of course, we got to have a candidate for the congressional seat. Um, shout out to Harriet Hageman and Liz Cheney. You guys are open to come on and do an interview. Um, but, Robin, you're the first. So, uh, you get a throw all the punches. You don't need to hold back or anything like that. So, <laughs> um, but Robin, tell everyone, um, why you decided to run. Um, and then kind of what are your, uh, your main uh, platform is. Okay. Well, um, I decided to, I mean, it was a call to action for me when, uh, we were in the midst of a, of a certificate certification of electoral votes in the, in Congress and I know a lot of folks here in Wyoming were trying to get through to our representative, and Liz did not answer her phone. She was not willing to, you know, their whole office was shut down. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I felt a call to action at that point to do something, and um, I ended up calling the Republican Party here in Sheridan, and it was the same day, and actually just seconds after they had hung up the phone censuring her. Mm. And I said that evening that I would throw my hat in the ring and actually try to make a difference. Um, Wyoming's important to me, and I, I have children that have lived here and grown up here, and a son who's also in the military. So it was, it was very important to me to make sure that you know we, we are accountable and we make sure our elected people do what we want. It's about mm-hmm. we the people. It's not about others' egos and agendas. And I have no ego to feed on this deal. I just want to represent Wyoming properly. Sure. And uh, and we need that. We don't need all the the fighting, arguing, and the uh, even endorsements mean nothing. Straw polls mean nothing. Actually, um, it is the voice of the people, and that's what I intend to utilize. Nice. So. What What would you say your main issues uh, you believe to be for Wyoming that will make you a good candidate? Um, just for one, you know, just making sure that, uh, we, we have the, the revenues coming into this state. Uh, I remember when I, uh, you know, my children were, were going to school here because it was a great school system. We mm. want to keep that. Um, and, and it's kind of fallen to the wayside as well, but mostly our energy, our minerals, our oil, gas, uh, oil and gas and coal, have been uh, strategic in this this state. We need that revenue. I uh, I understand you know nuclear is a great option, but then again, it's not because we could be you know destroyed as a state um, environmentally as well as you know water or anything else. And this you know we don't need to be a dump site. Sure. Um, so you're in favor of that that natrium uh, reactor in Kimmer. Um, I am. Not so sure about it, be- only because they're the, the folks that are involved um, will make them more money. Sure. <laughs> and I don't believe Wyoming's going to get as much as they think, nor the jobs, nor the the uh, ability to uh, recover some of the revenue that we've lost. Right. With the, you know, the the federal mandates on keeping us from using utilizing our resources. 
Sure. Yeah. And, you know, I've talked with uh, Wyoming uh, Energy Authority Director Glenn Morell, and he did make that cautionary point that, you know, one, the reactor is going to take about five to six years to build. So, you know, we're five, six years out from it even being built. And then, you know, time will tell if that's going to be, you know, exactly. something that's useful. Um, you know, in regards to oil and gas, you know, I worked in oil and gas uh, for a little bit. Um, totally agree. You know, it's still a boom and bust. You know, what are some things that we should be looking at? Because uh, talking with Glenn, you know, we export a lot of natural gas to California and that's great. Um, but then we also, ex you know, export our coal to Texas. And so we've got two different, uh, energy philosophies. Uh, California wants it net zero emissions. You know, Texas could probably give a hoot right. about what it is. So how could Wyoming position itself in still use our resources, but you know, we do got to play, um, uh, uh, California is a big, you know, big energy consumer. Um, and if they're going to take our natural gas, so, you know, uh, on that stage, how, how would we position ourselves with fossil fuels? Do you think? Um, well, all I, I, I do understand is that the natrium uh, reactors would provide California with all this energy mm. as well as the, the whole West coast. Sure. Nevada, New Mexico. Um, but the, the money back to us is, very is not as I don't believe is enough to to take on the responsibility of such a uh, a dangerous and um, not really uh, safe. I mean, even though it's touted as safe, uh, there's still Pro you're saying provenly safe. You know, this is yeah. this will be a new reactor. It's a little different than you know, say the reactors built in the 70s and 80s. Right. Sure, but then again, this is also the same technology that was was used and utilized in the 50s through, you know, to date. So they're trying to tout it as new, but it actually isn't. Right. <laughs> it's unfortunate, but it's still the same same issues are, at, you know, that are at risk. I mean, nothing is ever fail-safe. And touting the fact that there's no water needed for such a, a, um, a reactor is mm. not even, can't even be true, because it will be in the ground. So... Um, as far as uh, I, I understand, though, that we just we still have to have coal, oil, and gas, and why would we want to import that from somewhere else? Well, you know, it, it's kind of crazy because we're importing, exporting things that you know most states already have, mm. and that goes for the uranium that we have in our own state. You know, they're going to try to go outside of that to China or whoever to get the uranium, uranium to actually run these. And uh, we need to focus on our own resources in our own state, and that is viable. Um, the The overreach of the federal government is is uh, is what's going to kill us, because there is there is uh, private lands utilizing you know resources. Sure. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Um, so you're 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 pretty much what you're saying is cautionary with nuclear. Yes. You know, it's not a really a proven thing, and uh, we obviously shouldn't put all our eggs in that basket. Exactly. Um, you know, talking about the federal overreach, um, you know, a couple of your um, couple of your platforms um, is you know term limits. Yes. You would uh, introduce some term limits. Um, would that be similar to what's been talked about? I don't think anything's ever been proposed as of yet, but I believe Ted Cruz was challenging AOC to propose uh, legislation on 
I think it was two for a house and then three for a Senate or something, or maybe I've got them switched around with something similar in Some, those. Something similar. And, um, but right now I, I believe it's going to have to be put on the ballot because no Senator, Congressman, I don't care who you are. They're not going to vote themselves out of office. Sure. There's just no way. So it's going to have to be again, a we, the people vote. There's just no way that it's going to happen. Mm. They will not, they will not vote themselves out of office. Well, for that, me included. Yeah. Um, So, so you're saying we, we probably would have to put it through Wyoming first is what, you know, we'd have to go through our local, local elections, get, get term limits in there. Actually be a national level. Okay. That would have to go through everybody, but you know, is it, we shouldn't have these career politicians making millions off of a position. And I think that's the thing. You know, I'm happy with a couple terms and, you know, not have to be there for the rest of my life. And uh, most of these people do need to be retired and put out to pasture, period. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we do. But I, I believe it's going to have to be at a uh, national, on the ballot, we the people vote. Mm. Yes. Yeah. So we'll need a lot of grassroots efforts yes, for that. Yes, we will. <laughs> um, you know, let's talk about um, another important uh issue to you is the open borders, um, obviously under this, uh, administration, um, you, you know, what could Wyoming do, um, you know, to combat that, you know, the, we're kind of landlocked, so we kind of have to, we're at the mercy of the feds and then other states. Right. Um, so what are kind of your thoughts on, on open borders? Well, I think we need to close them and anybody who does come here needs to do, to go through the process like anyone else and be vetted and and uh you know we have criminals on the loose everywhere and that does not uh immune wyoming as well um we do have ranchers and people here who have i know in the past and i'm sure it's now have uh made sure that they had uh illegal immigrants or illegals here to work under the table and um undetected you know uh, for a money trail or any kind of a trail because they can stay on a ranch and nobody would even know. Mm-hmm. And um, and that, you know, is, is also the climate that we've been thrown at, uh, thrown to us with the, uh, the fact that, you know, if the federal government gets involved in people staying home and paying them to stay home, we have no workforce. So there's people that are, are ranchers included, that are, desperate for people to work Mm -hmm. and um you know america's gotten lazy i don't care if you're wyoming or california and people have gotten lazy but yeah we need to close our borders and we do need to find a way to uh combat the illegal immigrants that have just they are here they're Mm -hmm. in wyoming they're in sheridan yeah uh, maybe reenact dreamers a little bit or yeah something Um, because the the uh you know people want to be here but they want to be here legally, and and we have to have that system in place. Sure, it can't just you know, whew, you know, here we go, just come on in, and and these people are, you know, you hear about it every day. They're they're bringing all kinds of garbage in here, and and there's no stopping them. Right. You know? um, how does that fit, you know, into maybe a national security type view or or global view? Um, you know, I feel like you and Representative Cheney would probably agree in the sense of a better border security, um, immigration, um, you know, and that fits into, you know, us pulling out of Afghanistan and the Middle East, um, you know, 
lots going on in South America. You know, what are our thoughts on um, really, you know, getting involved like we did in the Middle East? Is that something that is on the table or what's kind of your stance on, um, you know, uh, uh, global, uh, global, yeah, the national, yeah. (laughs) Foreign policy, I should say. Yeah. Well, foreign policy to me would be, again, we have to, we have to close our borders. Uh, I have a son who spent two tours in Afghanistan and just the whole idea of that being abandoned and billions left behind to terrorists is just heart wrenching. And the, the, the people that we've been involved in, and as a mom of a military son, that was hard for me to take. Mm. You know, I just cried because that alone shows our, our, um, our weakness as a country, as a, as a state even. I mean, we, we, uh, we need that secureness to, to know that, you know, our, our citizens are safe. I mean, even here in Sheridan, even in Wyoming, in any town, we need to know that we're safe. And uh, when, when our country is not safe, then we can't be that, that uh, beacon as America has been um, to the world. And uh, once that's destroyed, then we're weak. Mm. Okay, so, so um, by, um, I guess, just, just again, it's, it's the border thing, but, but we, still, we still need to have uh, a presence that shows we're, we're strong sure. in the world, period. So, so you wouldn't say you're an isolationist. You know, we, no. we would still be involved in... We would be involved in, in world policies, but we would be strong. And we wouldn't be taking, uh, um, you know, we'd be, be able to get our monies from countries that owe us money. We wouldn't be, uh, you know, we, we would need to be strong again. We need that strength as a nation sure. to, to be that, again, that light in the world. Yeah. And that's what we're, we're losing now. So how would, how would you say, um, and I don't know if you've researched on, on her side, but, um, you know, Cheney has touted a pretty strong foreign policy stance. Um, you know, she she and Trump voted differently on foreign policy because he's very isolationist, mm-hmm. even though he would use force if needed. Right. Um, you know, how? what are some other things you think you would differ from Representative Cheney in, in what she's done foreign policy-wise? Well, again, or really anything in general. Right. Um, well, again, it's about our own country. We don't need to worry about these other countries. We need to make sure that we are not not making it an isolation situation. But you know, we do need to take care of our own backyard first, mm-hmm. and that's the problem. I mean, we've got money going out to different countries for stupid things. I mean, if anybody looks, you can see the the complete ridiculousness of some of the the funding that's gone to other countries when we have our own needs here. Right. And, uh, you know, we, we just have to have we close borders. We need to show people that, you know, this is, this is the strength of America to, to even be effective in the world. Sure. Um, yeah, fair and, enough. Um, let me see here, kind of regards to... Um, how about... How about uh, We've talked about federalism a little bit and and uh, federal overreach, term limits. Um, what about you know election integrity, voter rights? You know what would be some of your top priorities um, as congresswoman there? Um, 
definitely one ID and one vote. No mail-in ballots. Let's get get that taken care of, period, because there's too much fraud involved. I remember watching the 2020 election and, and watching all through the night and then watching all the poll workers' testimonies and going, my God, look at how in plain sight things were completely stolen. Sure. And, and uh, you know, it's, it's not isolated, but this was the biggest of all time, you know, for a, a election to be thrown. And, uh, and it was easily done because there was so much opportunity mm. to do so. So if, if we only have one vote, one ballot, and one ID, that would deal away with that. Right. And in-person voting. I don't care if you're on cruise, you make sure you vote before you leave. You know that kind of thing, and uh, you know we don't ha- we won't have dead people voting. <laughs> you know what about um, you? Kind of mentioned the you know vote before you leave, um, but what about absentee? You know, I'll, uh, I will say there's quite a few people that will do the absentee before, mm-hmm. um, and I think it's it's a distinction that needs to be clear that absentee is different versus mail in. Mail in, yes, because um, like you said, mail in in some states arrive day of or you know one minute before midnight um and there are questions in some states i would agree that you know what's the validity of this mail-in versus absentee is pretty pretty clear you got to have an id um it's got to be an early or like you said just go in and vote earlier with your id in person so um is that what you're talking about you're talking about some of these states with those late you know, mail-in requirements. Yeah, they got like two weeks to get it in kind sure. of thing. You know, yeah. it's, no, it's, it, as far as I understood, you, it was, you know, polls close at eight, you're done. You know, right. you don't have any more votes coming in. Sure. So, um, so yeah, you know, an absentee, yes, you'd have to, you know, do it in person or whatever you have to do to show your ID that you're the person voting. And would you like to see this nationally or would you? Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, okay. Definitely. Um, you know, that's... Uh, I wonder, because some states already have that, or some states are starting to approach that kind of legislation. You know, I think uh, Senator Beitman was on, and it's not going to be any of his bills that he's running this session just because of everything. But we were talking about, that's probably another thing we need to think about is limiting the mail-in, not absentee or in-person. But um, so a national national legislation, huh, for... Yes, and, and making sure that all the states are on board for the same thing, not, Mm. you know, we're going to do this or we're going to do that, but... But I, I think, you know, if we can do it here in Wyoming, that's, that'll be perfect because we can set an example of, of you know, the ele- election yeah. integrity. But that should follow suit in other states, too. So there is a viable and uh, uh, predictable means of, you know, getting getting the votes, you know, counted in. Yeah, accurately. And accurately. Um, you know, I just, being devil's, devil's advocate here, that, you know, a national legislation would, uh, to some, seem overreach, you know, especially to some states, you know, some states, red or blue, I right. think, don't, don't want the feds to say how you do your election. So, right. um, you know, uh, what kind of, co- you know, how would we negotiate, you know, that kind of... That kind of deal. Yeah, that kind of deal there. Well, like I said, just making sure that Wyoming is a good example Mm. and making sure we have the election integrity here. Start a grassroots effort first, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And and it should be something to follow suit. If, you know, if it could be adapted and adopted by other states, you know, if we make sure that it's uh, proper and working in our own state. Sure, yeah. Yeah. and I think, you know, I think it's it's uh, fair enough to say you are, you know, you're in favor at least, you know, minimum 
ID, you know, you gotta have an ID. ID. Yeah. Um, ID voting. Um, you know, one of the last things, and right before we were uh, coming on the show, we were talking about legalization of marijuana. You know, Wyoming now is surrounded by all states that either have medicinal and or recreational, you know, legalized. Um, and actually, yesterday, House Bill 106, I need to figure out who uh, has proposed this bill, but um, it's it's funny because people are reading it through and it says decriminalized, so it's not technically the word legalized but some are arguing that decriminalized makes it legal anyway so wyoming is where this is a topic right now in wyoming um so house bill 106 would be decriminalizing marijuana um what would be your stance nationally um well um i know we're surrounded by states that offer it but um it is a gateway drug and you can tout it for medicinal or whatever you want but um the fact of the matter is we have no way to to actually regulate it. And uh, as far as decriminalizing it, that is only for the law enforcement to not have to be inundated with people that have maybe a joint on them and making it, you know, uh, a, a crazy um, uh, bust, if you want to say, and, and run someone through the, the court systems for something that would have been, you know, if someone had like a trunk load, you know? Mm, yeah. <laughs> and... Um, there's a big difference. And I think that's what they're trying to do is make sure that, you know, someone who's got maybe a, you know, an ounce or less yeah. than, than to not make it such a big deal, but also make sure that they know that it's not you know, acceptable. Are you in favor of that? Cause I will I'm say in favor of that because okay. I've seen so many people get run through the court system for the, the piddly things when it could be, you know, the, the big drug lords and the people that are actually driving 80 and 25 with, you know, van big loads, loads of, yeah. you know, either fentanyl or the, or, or the, uh, marijuana. So, um, but for us to legalize it here in, in Wyoming, you know, I don't think that would be a good idea. Um, I don't, I don't, would not like to see pot shops. <laughs> you know, I've, I've, I've been in Oregon and Washington and in places where they have these places and it's, it's ridiculous. People are just, yeah ridiculous and and i don't think we need that it's almost like you know if you were going to go out and drive and you're drinking you know um Mm. not acceptable sure um you know the medical part of it you know i think um you don't agree when some people say that it's could be used for 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 benefit you know mental health uh, pain Mm -hmm. uh with the way things are now with all the drug companies and all of the, the the drugs they put on you i mean um i alone just had to deal with um getting off like 13 medicines from just you know pain and all this other stuff uh and i've known people who've had you know mar- uh, medical marijuana and they're not able to even function you know mm. and that's the thing it's it's still We've got to find a way, you know, holistically without it being, you know, something that incapacitates you. Like, I mean, sure. Um, and I don't believe all the medicines that they're they're pushing on people are, are beneficial either because they either counter counter act each other. Sure. Yeah, and, and mm-hmm. you're sitting here going, okay, so that one cancels that out, but I got to take those two. <laughs> you know, so it just makes no sense. Uh, but with with marijuana, I I just don't believe that that's our answer. I don't yeah don't. Uh, would you would you you know there's there's an argument for you know you mentioned regulating mm-hmm. um 
if the feds, if federally it was regulated, there's been talk that that would help improve the medical side because then, you know, obviously you're up for federal grants and could be studied and blah, 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 blah. Um, you know, is that something maybe, maybe like medicinal slash like decriminalize it federally to medicinal? Um, is, are those things you'd be favorable for or uh, maybe just decriminalize? Um, I think just decriminalize. Okay. And, and I'd like to see more on this, but as far as I know, it just, it just ushers in more and, and it, you know, when is it enough, you know, mm. and then what it will be next, you know? Um, well, and I agree with you, drug, you know, you know? Do, do we want to be Washington and Oregon where they just were like, take whatever you want, you yeah, know, yeah, or exactly. we're going to hand out needles and things like that. Yeah. Um, crack pipes. yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> got to be careful of what we're yes, doing for we sure. Do. Yes, we do. Um, well, we're going to take a break real quick, um, and then we will um, kind of ask you questions about the other two candidates and then kind of let you give your soapbox a little bit. Does that sound good? Okay. All right. Um, we good there, Carter? Yeah. Nice. Perfect. Awesome. Well, I'm going to do some ads real quick, and then we'll just roll into it, okay? <laughs> Doing great. All right, this episode is brought to you by Fly Sheridan. Save time, fly local, fly Sheridan. The Sheridan County Airport has reliable air service operated by SkyWest Airlines and United. Uh, they offer three to four flights a day to Denver International. Uh, book today at united.com. Um, Sheridan, I think, is probably one of the best airports right now regionally. Uh, we're growing, people are coming here, and our airport's doing a great job. So um, save time, fly local, fly at the Sheridan County Airport. Uh, book today at united.com. This episode is also brought to you, brought to you, whoa, stumbled that one there, Robin. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Fine Sight and Sound, uh, the Rocky Mountain region's premier audio and visual integration company. Their services include installing smart home systems, business uh, audio and visual sensory experiences, um, and even security systems. Like they just did the redo of the Pony Bar and Grill. Yeah. They did their sound system um, and their security system. Um, so check out their website at FSSAV Pro. That's FSSAV Pro, like Fine Sight Sound, avpro.com. Um, or give Aaron Perez a call. Uh, for a free consultation, 307-751-6585. We're hopefully going to do a MTV-style cribs um, shoot with them on one of their homes. Got golf simulators, all that good stuff. So great businesses here in Wyoming. Um, all right, so we're back with our guest, Robin Belinsky, um, a candidate for the at-large congressional seat. Um, right before we were talking about kind of your platforms, issues, things like that. Um, now I'm just going to kind of let you, Robin, um, you know, the two front, uh, I don't want to say front runners, but the two big names in the race right now are obviously um, the uh, current seat holder, uh, Liz Cheney, Representative Cheney, um, and then Harriet Hagman, who has jumped into the race um, and got, you know, that, that, uh, the golden ticket from President Trump, you know, that was the big thing. Who's he going to endorse? So, um, you know, what makes you a little bit different from those two? This this doesn't need to be like a bash thing, but, um, you know, we were kind of talking off air before that all three of you have different priorities of issues. Some, you know, you know, I think you wouldn't be a good Wyoming candidate if you don't talk about energy, whatever that is. So, uh, you know, that's a pretty common one. Um, but, um, yeah, this, this is kind of the floor for you here. <laughs> well, okay, so um, my, uh, my feeling is that I, I've, I feel 
like the relatable candidate. Um, as a mom, as a, a friend a, and worker, you know, I've, I've been able to serve and be served, but I also know how to help people and, and listen. The thing is with, with the uh, race that we're running now, it's about ego. Um, and I have no ego. I'm not worried about any of the, the candidates that are up right now because we need representation here in Wyoming. And uh, just the, the whole situation is, um, is interesting because when I did get involved in this, um, I, did, I did want to make a difference. And when I saw that um, President Trump made an endorsement when, when uh, he didn't even have a chance to talk to all of us, was disheartening at, at first. But then when I heard him speak at another uh, uh, situation, he also said that none, you know, not all of his endorsements actually win. Sure. So to me, that gave me a little hope in believing that, you know, that all coveted uh, um, endorsement is always not what it's cut up to be, you sure. know, and it's always usually the, the, may the best person win. And so for me, it's been being able to talk to the people of Wyoming, uh, not, not tout my, uh, abilities so much as just being able to listen and find out what is really important to the folks here in Wyoming. Um, sure. I may have, uh, you know, gone and, uh, did something a little more crazy, which would be, you know, uh, wrapping a car patriotically, but it does get the the notoriety and the um, ability to talk to folks because it's a, a definite um, conversation piece. Sure. And um, for me, that was that was what this is about, is being able to just, just be available and relatable to people. Yeah. And I don't believe that Liz or Harriet are the relatable people. Mm. And I've never gone into this wanting to bash anybody, and this is not a bash, but they're not relatable. It's about a fight that Wyoming doesn't want. <laughs> they just want someone to represent their interests and the best of their to their best of their ability. Right. And that is me, and I believe that I can do the, the best job I can. Um, I've been asked, you know, what are your qualifications? Have you ever held an office before? And I'm like, well, no. And as far as I know, I'm an a American citizen as well as a, a Wyoming resident. So that makes me all qualified. Mm -hmm. And um, the fact of the matter is, you know, everybody has uh, uh, life experiences that bring them to, you know, for such a time as this. This happens to be my for such a time as this. And um, I have been in D.C. I've lobbied with attorneys. I've worked for attorneys. I am a paralegal. Um, but I'm not an attorney, nor do I want to be one <laughs> or a politician, but I do want to represent Wyoming. So, um, uh, and I feel that that passion is needed in order to do so. Sure. And, and I believe if you have that passion and you have the wherewithal to, to, um, you know, let the, you know, the voices of the people be heard, then fine, because we do need to get back to basics and basics are, you know, we, the people. And uh, I think a lot of our legislators, uh, you know, politicians, attorneys, anybody who's, you know, lead us in this have forgotten that. They're all about buying the votes. They're about uh, making their, uh, uh, with their agendas known. And, you know, you know, this is a call to action to 
everybody, I don't care if it's Wyoming or any any state in this, you know, United States, we all need to be a voice again and, you know, not listen to, you know, or go to the polling booth and go, well, there's an R and there's a D behind that name. I guess they're going to do what I need them to do, you know, mm. because that's not necessarily what happens because, uh, you know, and I've, I've listened to folks say, yeah, I just kind of checked out. I thought, yeah, you know, they'd be fine because they have got the R or, like I said, the D behind their name. So um, people are waking up. They don't want to be represented by, by these people anymore. I mean, the fact of the matter is we've been trying to drain the swamp for how long now? Mm-hmm. And why would we want to actually... Um, you know, put more people in the same same caliber. Let's put it that way. Uh, we we need to get rid of the swamp. Sure. And this would be one way of doing that. Yeah. It's a, it's a grassroots, um, we the people type of movement where you know we're gonna be able to take back our country one state at a time, starting with Wyoming. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think that's great to hear. You know, a grassroots candidate. Um, I think it is fair to say, you know, um, experience-wise, you know, Harriet and uh, Liz are maybe the same, similar, um, you know, in positions and things like that. Um, uh, what is your plan, you know, throughout the year here? Um, if you're invited, would you go to debates? Um, you're obviously running. You're obviously running as a Republican. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, and is it just you three, or are there other Republican candidates I, running? I. I only know maybe Denton, and, and I don't know if uh, Bouchard's in this either, but I, I have no idea anymore because I'm more focused on what I can bring to the table. That's why I'm not you know, like bashing candidates or going after people. I just I just want to do what I know I can do. Mm, yeah. So. Um, no, that's great to hear. Um, I will agree in regards to the relatability and getting in touch with you. Um, I got your phone number from, uh, maybe it was Bo Biteman, I can't remember. Anyways, um, you answered right away. We set up a meeting, um, and we were talking a little bit, and you texted me even too. So um, in regards to communication, you know, uh, probably try. <laughs> uh, probably not, uh, uh, you're probably more, um, the response time is probably a little quicker than uh, the other two, but um, how can people reach you? You know, feel free, whatever you want to share. You've got a website, um, Freedom for Wyoming. Um, and that's with the number four. So freedom for Wyoming.org. Uh, Wyoming. Yep, dot org. Um, and and it, it's, is it WY.org or is it all Wyoming all the way spelled out? Uh, no, Y. W-Y. W-Y. Yep. Freedom for WY, Wyoming.org. <laughs> freedom for Wyoming. It's freedom, and the number four, and then Wyoming.org. Okay, so perfect. So it is Wyoming. Okay, yes. gotcha. Awesome. <laughs> and then I don't know if you want to share your email or phone number. Um, and then do you have any uh, maybe speaking engagements, or are you open to doing that? Um, I am open for any speaking engagement. I do have some on the books right now that I will be um, at, and also some other functions within the state. Um, I am making my way around the state and just um, engaging the public and finding out what their what their needs are. So, um, but right now my my website, the freedomforwyoming.org, is down for maintenance. So you can get a hold of me at uh, Gemini Dream Four at yahoo.com, which is G E M I N I Dream D R E A M, the number four at yahoo.com. Perfect. And you know I'm open for any you know conversation. I talk to Republicans and Democrats, by the way. And it's been very interesting banter, I'm like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I, um, I will say that you, you, 
you know, I, I did push the envelope on some issues, ask you mm-hmm. some hard questions and, you know, we didn't get into fisticuffs or anything no, like no. that. And, um, <laughs> okay. Oh, we'll keep bad audio here. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> that's all right. We're okay. almost done. So. Okay. Yeah, it's important. Yeah, you're good, man. I might buy uh might need to buy us some power adapters. You can just say it. I need to buy my AV guy more stuff. Yeah. You can just say that. That's okay. <laughs> just say yes. You have it on audio. <laughs> I don't need to look pretty, Carter. No, just yeah. <laughs> no, that's right. We were saying that it, it's important to have conversations and to be open to discussion and banter and, and, and talk different philosophies. And um, I respect that you've done that today with us. You know, like I said, we were pushing some, especially the national issues and big issues. You know, those are very you know, uh, foreign policy, that's a big animal. And, you know, uh, marijuana is a big issue, uh, you know, borders. Um, and, uh, sounds, gr- that sounds awesome that you're going to go across the state. You're open to, let's have a conversation. Let's have a debate. Um, and, uh, that you provided your information for people to reach out to you because you are very responsive. Um, you know, you try your best and get out there. So, I do. um, Anything locally here in Sheridan that you have on the calendar um, or should people just be on the lookout? You know, obviously they'll see your car. Yeah, just be um, on the lookout. Stop me. That's what happens all the time. It's awesome. Just, just a conversation getter and, and uh, you know, uh, there I was going to say, though, I wanted to throw in something. Yes, go for it. Um, about, um, I know somebody will probably ask me about my pro-life stance oh absolutely so i do definitely want to say that i am pro-life and and also um just born and unborn by the way because there are so much um like genocide going on throughout our state country whatever you want to call it but i want to make sure people know that that's my stand as well and pro mm. you know our uh, military and uh police yep uh, very respectful thin blue line yes, first responders yes. um so yeah you were probably favor you were probably in favor of the heartbeat bill last yes. year um you know a few states were able to get that through in their legislatures across the country um yes. yeah no yeah if there, anything else comes up in these last couple of minutes feel free to share that um well, Robin, that was kind of all my questions I had for yeah. you. Um, hopefully this helps you get more words out, you know, get some followers. Um, oh, donations-wise, if people want to support you, do they go to the website? What's the best way to do that? Um, what you can do is um, send it to me at uh, P.O. Box 6767 Sheridan, Wyoming, 82801, and make sure you, you put on there for campaign and 2022. And uh, that way I can make sure you get like a receipt back and all that. Sure. So, uh, but that's how I've been doing that. And then I have through, I have WinRed, which is the Republican um, platform for, for um, uh, donations for, okay. for candidates, as well as through my website, which 
of course, is, is down just, just at this point. Yes, right now. Yeah. But other than that, that's the the way you can do. Perfect. Know, run me down in my car. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Um, just send it to that PO box, and hopefully by the time we have this out, your website will be up and running. So yes. just go check it out there. So, well, Robin, uh, best of luck to you. It was great sitting down with you. If you want to come back on ever throughout the summer or anything, let us know. We're happy to do that. So, Thank um, you. Robin Belinsky for the at large uh, seat for the Wyoming uh, congressional seats. Sorry, I said that all backwards. Yeah, got it. For Wyoming, congressional, <laughs> congressional count. Yes. Uh, thanks, Robin. I enjoyed it. Thank you, Aaron. This episode is brought to you by Fine Sight and Sound, the premier audiovisual integration company serving the greater Wyoming area right out of Sheridan, Wyoming. Go to their website at fssavpro.com or call Aaron Perez at 307-751-6585 for more information and a free consultation. 